Welcome to another edition of The Real Danny B Show. I've got a great guest lined up for you today. He is an IFBB pro, a fitness model, a husband, a father, a peanut butter connoisseur, and as I like to consider him, the king of Instagram memes. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brandon Foken. Brandon, welcome to the show, and how are you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. And uh, King of Instagram memes, man, that's quite a title. Um... But uh, I'll take it. I like to make people laugh and, uh, you know, I'm all about the comedy. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I, I always feel like uh, um, my wife and I talk about you all the time. And I'm like, I feel like the casual Instagram scroller might not even know why they follow you, but they just follow you for the memes instead of yeah. like the wow, this guy is like, look at this guy. Like, he looks like he's chiseled out of stone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but he's funny. You know, man, I. I I, I decided a long time ago that, you know, when it came to social platforms, I mean, there's, there's a method to building pages and whatnot. And, and, uh, it's, it's not hard to grow a platform. It's not hard to grow a following. I mean, if, if you know the steps to do so, and, you know, I was never going to be that guy to do the share for shares and like for likes and have people shout me out and stuff. And I just posted what I liked. And it's funny because a lot of my sponsors, you know, years ago were, against uh a lot of the posts that i did because they're like well you're a fitness person and i'm like well yeah i represent your product but you don't think fitness people like to laugh or they they don't like dogs or babies or or whatever you know like i hit a a larger demographic um by just being myself than just talking about protein powder and, and you know bench pressing and it's it's funny that so many companies were against it i mean we actually were given handbooks uh and i won't say the company but it actually stated how many posts you could do with your family, how many you could do like with your pets and everything else. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not signing that contract and, uh, you know, moved on from there, but you know, you, you gotta be real, you know? And, uh, I think that what I put out there is a direct, um, line back to kind of who I am. Obviously you don't see and hear everything, but I'm pretty transparent. I'm vulnerable. Um, I talk about hardships and hard times, but, you know, at the same time, you know, I talk about my joys and my loves and, and, uh, you know, at this, with all that, I like to make people laugh too. So. Well, you do, you do a good job of it. You you get me pretty much every single time you get a little pop out of me. So I appreciate it because you always make my day. Well, I appreciate that, man. Nobody, that's the thing that you don't realize is when you're putting stuff out there, whether it's motivational or whatever, unless somebody tells you, you don't know. I mean, yeah, you see comments and whatnot, but to be pulled aside or have somebody say, Hey man, like you inspire me or motivate me or you make me laugh or you just, you know, you make my day better just based on the stuff that, that you post or reaches, you know, reaches me. And, uh, and that, that's very much appreciated because, you know, you may have 10,000 people that love your stuff, but you have no idea but it's all about that one person that tells you. And uh, that's always meant a lot to me when people take the time to say, hey, you know, I appreciate you for whatever reason. And uh, it makes you more apt to want to continue, you know, on, on that path to whatever you're posting or saying or sharing, so. Yeah, well, hey, keep it up because I appreciate it. Not that my opinion is the only one that matters, but I definitely appreciate it. Like I said, every morning when I get up, for some reason, whenever I open Instagram, you're always, you're always the first person to pop up. And it's always... I mean, lately it's peanut butter, but I mean, it's always yeah. something comedic and it's just, all right, cool. This is how I'm starting my day. I like it. 
Well, most people don't realize how much I post. Actually, I was I was averaging like four to seven posts a day um, for a long time, and I've cut back recently. Um, you know, the new these new algorithms with Instagram specifically, and it started Facebook years ago. I, I built a pretty big platform on there, and uh, you know, Facebook came, became all about people seeing your stuff if you pay. You know what I mean? Like nobody sees your post anymore unless you're giving them money. And now Instagram over the last, I would say four to six weeks has just gotten terrible where, you know, uh, viewership has gone down by half as far as, you know, views to my page. Um, I see the exact same content for two straight days, like the same 10 posts. Like I don't even see anything on my wall and, uh, you know, your likes and comments have dropped and it's all these algorithms that they're putting out there. And, and I'll be honest as a, as an avid Instagram user, um, that likes to reach people, it's, it's taken the fun out of the process and it's actually made me pull back, you know, and I am, I'm posting a quarter if that of what I, I posted before, uh, just because you're just, you're just not getting the same outcome as you were even six weeks ago. And, you know, I, I think that that shows that it's time for another platform to evolve from this, uh, to be honest. And, you know, I hope, hope one shows up soon because I think a lot of people are, are wanting something new and something different. Yeah, definitely. I, I, the thing for like me with Instagram is like some, so many times when you open it, it'll like the first post you'll see is like from five days ago. And you're like, well, why is this yeah. the top of my feed? Like these algorithms, yeah, they're they're completely mind-boggling to me. Yeah, and it's, you know, people will write uh, Instagram on Twitter, you know, when, when a page goes down or something's wrong. Or a few weeks ago, a lot of people were losing followers. I think I lost like 5,000 and there was a glitch in the system. Well, they respond to that, right? Or if you're famous, they respond to you. But everybody always asks to put, you know, um, the wall back in chronological order. You know, so you're seeing posts as they happen, you know, not like the same post for five days. Like who wants that? And they don't listen to it for whatever reason. I, and I don't know why, um, for whatever reason, that's what they decided to do. But I've seen that for the last few years where people are like, can we please get this back? And instead of doing that with the, what the people want, they just keep making it worse. And, uh, you know, it, like I said, it's just not as enjoyable as it was, you know, you get that instant satisfaction. Unfortunately, I, I hate to say, you know, when you post something and you get a reaction from people where they're laughing and they're sharing and they're tagging their friends, like I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy that because I do, you know, I, I enjoy making people laugh and I enjoy seeing them share whatever it is that I post with other people. And when you see that completely die, you're like, well, this sucks. You know, I mean, I go tell some jokes to my kid or something and, <laughs> and do right. it that way. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Easton would like it. <laughs> he would, man. He's, he's a pretty funny little guy. So well, not only is he funny, but uh, apparently he's he's pretty flexible too. I saw <laughs> I saw your story the other day. Just oh, with his feet up on the <laughs> on the table. Yeah, he's he's been able he's done the splits his whole life, and he can do splits like all the way up to his head. For whatever reason, he's crazy flexible. Um, he's crazy strong. He's acrobatic, adventure. I mean, go go go, boy! You know, and only being two, he already weighs as much as you know some four and five year olds. And uh, he's got huge hands, huge feet. He's fearless. I mean, I really don't know full full extent what I'm getting into with that kid yet because <laughs> at, at two years old, I'm already having a hard time keeping up with him. He's uh, he's he's cool though. We actually um, in four weeks we're doing our first photo shoot together, which I'm pretty excited about. So oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, we're doing a, a cover shoot for a major magazine actually for Father's Day. So. 
he uh he kind of inspired me to to get my butt back into shape uh you know i would say shoot shape it's not like i'm ever out of shape but kind of uh, been pushing a little bit harder recently and uh you know i'm pretty excited to share that with him so i have to stay tuned for for father's day to see which which magazine it is absolutely yeah i'll keep my eyes peeled for sure well i mean and mm-hmm. you know he he's big i mean it's kind of in his blood right because his mom is a fitness model and a trainer his dad yeah, is so his mom yeah so both of our families you know my family was on my mom's side was very athletic my uncles were all big muscular guys and uh great athletes my dad's side a lot of them were basketball and track um and then you know i was a good athlete and then just obviously took on with the bodybuilding and then amber she had a full ride to play soccer at university of oregon um and her brother is a natural pro bodybuilder her mom was a bodybuilder dad was in shape i mean her mom's 60 and still has abs and eats whatever she wants (laughs) So, I mean, she, I would, I would dare say she's got better genetics than I do. And, uh, I think he's got a pretty good cross between us, but, uh, definitely I think he got a lot of the good between, between both sides. It, it definitely shows. I mean, especially from your description of him. So yeah. one of the, one of the questions I had for you, cause you do a lot on, like we were just talking, you do a lot on Instagram. So you have yeah. your main page, you have the, yep. the folk and memes page. Yep. You've got folk and nuts. Yep. Please don't tell me you run Easton's page too. Okay. So my wife, my wife has like eight pages um, that are hers. She has hers. She runs his page. Um, and then she has like her training page. So I used to have a training page and I got rid of it just because I never, I never advertised my training. I'm lucky that I stayed busy um, without, you know, doing that. So I, I focused on more stuff that I liked, like a meme page. I actually had a food page for a while, and I got bored with that. Um, we have a have a pet page, uh, Folk and Animals. Um, we don't post to that too often. Again, we you have so many pages and accounts, it's like it's hard to keep up with them all. But uh, yeah, Easton, he he's up around twenty thousand followers already. <laughs> you know, for insane. for a two year old, and uh, yeah, it's it's. It's pretty impressive. And I would say, you know, the other thing about this Folk and Nuts brand is, you know, that page is, you know, already grown pretty fast too. So I didn't expect that, you know, that kind of uh, feedback, you know, that immediate feedback from people, you know, like genuine excitement about what I was doing. I just, I never expected it. You know, I had this brand idea and when I started to share it, people got excited and uh, that obviously makes me excited. So definitely looking forward to, to that launch, but anyway yeah no that's absolutely and that's you know that's what i wanted to talk to you a lot about tonight was was that line yep. in particular like obviously you have an, an an obsession with peanut butter like so many of us do like what was your yeah. how did you come to the to the process and to the conclusion of like hey this is what i want to do i want to get my own peanut butter line so Long story short, you know, I grew up on peanut butter sandwiches. You know, it was my my thing as a kid. Ate them all the time. Always been a big big peanut butter fan. And uh, you know, as I got older, you know, I continued to eat it. And as I got into bodybuilding and fitness, you know, I think you start to appreciate food a little bit more. You know, especially when you you know the last ten years I've been dieting, you know, so much that you know stuff like peanut butter just you appreciate it that much more. And um, you know, I started working it into my calories where I was eating just large amounts of peanut butter every day. I mean, there's some days I was putting down, you know, damn near a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> and, uh, 
and I would post these pictures of like, cause I always put it on oatmeal. It's just, just my thing. Either that or eat it with a spoon. I don't put it on bread or anything. And I started posting pictures of, you know, these creations that I would make of peanut butter and people were like, are you really eating that? And like not getting fat from it. And I'm like, yeah, like I think it's part of my DNA, but, uh, <laughs> so there's always been a love for it. Right. And I worked with a lot of the peanut butter brands out there. Um, the first one I was sponsored by was nuts and more. And I was supposed to be a part of, of the team that was on shark tank, um, when they ended up selling it, um, on the show. And, uh, I ended up leaving about a month beforehand and, uh, Mark Cuban ended up, you know, investing with them in a great group of guys, great products. You know, I can't say enough great things about them, but I ended up going to P28. Um, I just had some better opportunities with them and, uh, you know, I grew with them as I was, you know, with bodybuilding.com and a lot of other companies and I stuck with them for quite a while. And then from there, you know, I was kind of freelanced. I, I would have a lot of companies just send me stuff, um, buff bake and, um, you know, as of recently, uh, peanut principal became a big fan of those guys. They're, they're an amazing company. And, uh, people kept just saying, well, why don't you do a brand? Why don't you do a brand? And, you know, I do so many of the things, you know, like I represent companies, I'm a writer, I'm a speaker, I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm a, you know, fitness pro fitness model. I'm a, I'm a pro judge also. And, you know, on top of it, I'm a husband, I'm a father. And it's like, okay, well, when am I, when am I going to do this? You know, like, when am I going to find time to, to do this? And I, I kept looking at the market and there's so many brands out there. Right. And that's intimidating. Cause I don't know anything about running a peanut butter company. I'm like, you know, how, how, how can I compete in that market? And the, the, the big push for it was, you know, a good friend of mine, his name's Kevin Tupi, a uh, super successful guy. He kept pushing me this last year. He's like, bro, peanut butter line, peanut butter line. And he just kept putting it in my head, putting it in my head, putting it in my head, right? And I'm like, God, maybe I should do this. And so we talked a little more serious about it. And then I ended up talking to my friend, uh, Sean Perrick. Sean Perrick owns Bakery Barn. So he has Fit Crunch, Fortifix. He makes all the bars for Sam's Club and Costco. I mean, he's the bar guy, right? And I was having a conversation with him and I said, Sean, I'd love to do a peanut butter line. I said, but the market's saturated. And he laughs and he goes, dude, he goes, how many bars do you think came before me? How many bars do you think came now? How many bars do you think are going to come after me? And he goes, I'm making it. You know, I mean, he's got a business worth in the hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Super successful. And he's like, if you want to do it, he said, you just do it and do it better. And I'm like, okay. So <clears throat> as we came to the new year, I just told myself, I said, in this new year, I'm going to do a lot of the things that I put on hold. A lot of the things that I said I would do, and I kept saying I was going to do, and then I didn't. Because I've been talking about this peanut butter line the last year, saying I wanted to do it, wanted to do it. And finally, I said, all right, I'm going to do it. And so I started researching, you know, people I can work with um, as far as getting a product that I wanted made, a product I could make the way I wanted to make it. And then obviously, you know, you got so many things from creating your logo to getting labels done to barcodes to website to, you know, setting up your mailing and your LLC and banking. I mean, there's a million and one things, right? But I've done it all and, and I've absolutely loved the process all the way through. And the more I've done, the more excited I've got, the feedback I've got, and the brand is my own. And I decided, you know, working through this that I'm never going to let people dictate what I do with this brand. It's going to be mine. And if it wins, I win. And if it loses, I'm going to accept the loss, but I feel in my heart, man, I'm passionate about it. I love the product. 
Um, I think I've got the marketing down. It's very different than what other people do. And, uh, it has a different look and it, and it hits a whole different demographic. Cause I've got, you know, your super healthy peanut butter all the way to your sinful peanut butter. And, you know, the look of it's different. It's just, it's fun at the end of the day. And we actually went into production today. So I'm happy, happy to share that. And, uh, you know, we'll probably release in about the next two weeks and what happens from there. I don't know. You know, I've got a million ideas of, you know, companies I want to co-brand with and take their products. You know, that's a big thing in the fitness industry now where they take something like Sour Patch Kids and make it into a pre-workout. Well, how cool would it be to take somebody's protein bar or another product and make it into a spread? You know, um, you know, I want to do that. I'm, I'm working on so many different things right now. I mean, it's just, like I said, it's just pure excitement. And then in the future, you know, looking beyond peanut butter, having a Foca Nuts bar, having a, a Foca Nuts cookie, you know, I mean, those are, you know, in the evolution of the company, the next steps. I mean, we're a ways out from something like that, but you know, that's definitely something that's, that's on my radar and I'm thinking about. Um, but I want to get the online game down first. Um, I've already got some, some big distributors uh, interested you know, with, without even putting up much effort in. So, but I want to walk before I run and, uh, I want to run before I sprint and I don't want to rush this process. I want to know the ins and outs of the business before I get out there into the market and, and fail. You know what I mean? Because some people try to grow too fast and they can't handle it. They don't have the, the infrastructure for it. I've got a great infrastructure behind me, but I'm not going to rush it. There's no reason for that. And, uh, you know, so I've got the brand how I want it. I've got my five flavors that I'm releasing. I've got some flavors um, that are kind of in the wheelhouse, so to speak, you know, for your seasonal flavors and stuff that I'll, I'll do releases with. Um, and I've got my whole year kind of mapped out. You know, I've got some expos that I plan on going to. And uh, from there, you know, then we're going to be looking at storefronts and, and grow from there. And, you know, like I said, God, God willing, man, it, it turns into, into something great. And it's going to be mine. And, you know, I'm proud of it and I'm proud of where it's at now and I'm going to be proud of wherever it goes. So, so that's kind of how we got started or how I got started. And, you know, that's kind of on the path I'm, I'm on right now. That's everything you're saying, especially, you know, talking about the, the seasonal flavors to this, like you got my mouth water and thinking about it. Um, <laughs> just well, like, I've got, I've got some pretty, yeah, some pretty good ideas for flavors. Um, you know, stuff that I think some people have even tried, but they messed it up. They just, they didn't have a good product. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it sounded good. It's like when you hear this protein bar comes on, let's say, let's say you love pumpkin pie, right? And you get this pumpkin pie protein bar and you're like, you're excited about it. And then you taste it and you're like, Oh God, <laughs> like that's terrible. You know what I mean? Like you had a good idea, but it sucked. It was terrible. And so, you know, I would like to think I've got a pretty good, um, set of taste buds. So I'm going to be pretty picky on what I put out there. I'm not going to put something out there and rush things out in the market. And I will say there are some other companies out there that are doing that where they're throwing together as many products as they can, as fast as they can to get them out there. I mean, what kind of brand loyalty are you really creating when you have flavors coming and going so fast that nobody can really decide what they like? You know what I mean? So, and that's where I'm going to pay attention to my customers, man. I mean, it's going to be about them. If they don't like something, it's, it's not going to stick around. It's going to be something different. And we're going to continue to try, you know, not everybody's not going to like everything. And I found that as I did product testing and tasting, but people out of my five had their favorite, you know what I mean? And everybody had a different favorite. And, and so that's kind of how I got the, the five that I chose out of other flavors that I was, I was deciding on. 
And I'll be doing that in the future. You know, I'll product test things and I'll really make sure that I feel it has a market before I release it. I'm not just going to do it for the namesake of putting some crap out there to try to make a book. It's not going to be about that. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm going to be very particular on all, all aspects of this. And that's good. I mean, that speaks not, you know, that just speaks a lot to your character as well. Cause I mean, I know you, you, you've obviously, you've done a lot of stuff with charities and, and, and things in the past, but that carries over to what you're trying to do, you know, in the business world of things. Um, yeah. Where you're not just, like you said, you're not just worried about making a buck. You want to put out a quality product that, that you're proud of. You don't want to just pump out product and go, cool, I'm selling some stuff. People hate it, but they're still buying it. You know, you yeah. want people like yeah. Never going to be that. And it's funny. Um, I've actually I got two quick stories for you. So one quick story. You know, I've had I, I know so many influencers, right? And I've always been a person that I believe I try to create more value in people's lives than I take back. I'm a giver. I'm a gift giver. That's just just me, right? And there's so many people I know with followings, and of course it's smart marketing to get this product in their hands, right? But we've been so taught as athletes and influencers that when people give us something, they expect something, right? Well, I don't. And I had a, a guy, a friend of mine that said, hey bro, if you send me some, I'll post it. And I said, yeah, I'll send you some, but you don't have to post it. And he's like, well, no, dude, like, what's your problem? Like, I'll post it. Like, you don't want me to post it? And I said, I tell you what, this is how I'm gonna do things. I want to share my product with as many people as I can, whether you're an influencer or not. And if you are, and you should decide to share it on your own, then that's going to be genuine. And the market's going to see that. But if I give you my product based on the premise that you're going to post it without ever trying it, that's just not going to work. And I said, that's where I'm going to be different than all these other companies because they always expect something out of you. And I'm not, I'm going to freely, that's a big part of my market marketing is doing giveaways and giving product away because I want to get my product into people's hands and I want them to genuinely give feedback about the product. I don't want them just to post about it and say it's great because I gave them something free. And it was funny because this person couldn't understand that. They're like, Oh, well, but I'll still post it. And I'm like, I only want you to post it if you like it. You know, like <laughs> I don't, I don't need you to post it just because I'm giving it to you. I said, I know you're used to that, but that's not how I'm going to do. That's not my, how my business works. It's just not going to be me. So there's that. And I will say if I can get something landed here in April, I, I, I felt that the, um, you know what, I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and share it. Actually. Um, I'm not going to jinx myself as I was driving one day, you know, I'm going to end up having little commercials and, you know, I'll have my logo animated and, you know, stuff like that. Can't wait. To and see I was that. like, I need a, I, I'm like, I need a voice, right? I need a voice that, uh, that speaks for my brand. And, you know, when you hear a car commercial, you hear like Matt Damon or Matthew McConaughey talking and you know, it's their voice. Right. And I'm like, who do I know that knows somebody with like a kick-ass voice? And I sat and thought and thought, and this is where I'm good. I'm good at, good at networking. And a really good friend of mine is friends with Peter Cullen. Well, Peter Cullen is the voice of Optimus Prime. So, yeah. So from my understanding, he is able to utilize that voice um, under recordings. And so my friend is friends with him and he's going to see him in April. So I'm putting together a letter. And if you hear this, Peter, you're the man. And I'm going to tell him about my brand. I'm going to tell him where it came from. I'm going to tell him, you know, what the label stands for, what the name stands for, what it means to me and what his voice means to me. Because a lot of this brand is a kickback. When you look at my logo, 
um, it's a kickback to my childhood. You know, when I was age five to age eight, I flexed in every picture I was in. And that's, <laughs> it, it, and it's true. I had a very, very hard childhood, uh, real bad. And I, I was fascinated by strength, you know, Superman, Hulk Hogan and people like that because they couldn't be hurt because they were big and strong. And as a little kid, man, I went through a lot of stuff. And so that label speaks to me from my childhood, you know, the, the flexing, the colors, if you notice, they're Superman colors. Um, and I want to share that with them. I want to share that. And I want to share like how it touches my past and how it touches me now uh, as who I am today and in what my brand stands for. And I, I honestly think that if I share it with him, with how I want it to be, what, what my brand's meant to be, I think I got a pretty good shot, you know? And uh, how cool would that be, though, to have that as the voice of my little peanut guy? Yeah, that's you know? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing, man. You got you to gotta speak things into reality because most people in general, and, and I'm not saying people don't believe in themselves, but they don't think that far outside the box because they don't think it's a possibility. I mean, who would think that Optimus Prime would be your voice? Well, who, who says he won't? I mean, maybe he will. I don't know. But I'm going to give it my best shot, and, and we're going to see. And uh, so that's, that's how I guess I'm looking at everything is it's limitless. You know, the brand can be anything. Um, I can expand into anything. I mean, I'm leaving it wide open um, and just see how everything goes. And I think some people, when they start off with an idea, they try to stick so closely with it, it inhibits their growth and what, what it could be and what it should be. And I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave it wide open. You know, I could have a conversation with you and you could say something right now that could change the whole focus of my brand, you know, just based on our interaction. Yeah. Um, and you have to be, you have to be open to those things. And I, and I think a lot of people in business aren't, um, willing to detour and willing to change their, their path to make a better product or a better company. And I am, you know, and I, that's something I've learned over the years is you got to be ready to, to divert and do something different. And, uh, I'm full, full ready to do that. And, you know, we'll see where it takes us. Yeah. It's, that's a hell, that's going to be a hell of a journey, man. I'm excited for you. I mean, and, and, and so it's so genuine, like, like hearing you talk about it too. It's not just like, you know, it's almost like, you know, obviously you want it to be successful, but it's like a passion project at the same time. Well, it's like talking about your, it's like your child. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, so. it's very interesting. Uh, my, my, uh, my wife just peeked her head in here and said she volunteers the Bennett family to be taste testers in the future for you, but strictly for research well, and development. <laughs> I tell you what, so I've got, I just ordered uh, 20, 20 of each flavor in a small jar for testers, but I will send you some before they're out. I promise you that. Um, and then, like I said, my next, my line will be out and I'll send you, I'll send you my line when it comes out. And, uh, and again, you don't have to post it. You don't have to talk about it only if you like it. And, uh, and that's, like I said, man, I want to share it with everybody. And of course, you know, that costs money, but I would rather spend the money on a product and give it to people and spend it on some stupid Facebook ad and hope somebody looks at it and clicks my link. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, uh, and that's, that's hopefully, you know, how I'm going to be able to grow. Um, you know, other things, by the way, I'm doing, I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, clothes, I'm going to do shirts, you know, with my logo on it. Um, I'm going to be doing, I got, uh, wooden spoons on the way, six and a half inch wooden spoons with my logo on it that will go out with each package. That's so, so you awesome. got a spoon already. Um, 
you know, so it's going to be all these little things and little fun things. And I would like to do, you know, eventually get like real spoons made that say peanut butter spoon on them. Um, so as soon as I can, I can trace somebody down that I can make those in bulk. I'd like to get that done. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's all coming together. It's, it's going to be a good time. And like your attention to detail on it is what really gets me. Cause I, I do a lot of like consulting and things for, for friends that own small businesses and whatnot. And like your attention to detail on little things like the spoon and, and the coloring on the logo and like all of that stuff is just, it's, it's just so spot on. Like when I'm just listening to you talk, just obviously, you know, you can't see me, but I'm just, I'm sitting here shaking my head up and down. Like, man, like, Brandon's not even trying to sell me on it and I'm in, I'm all in, man. <laughs> well, see, and that's, and that's what I want it to be. Like when, when people talk about it, I want them to talk about it. Like I talk about it and you know, other aspects of the brand, for instance, you know, fun stuff that I, that I'm doing, you know, obviously I made each one a different color. Um, they're all going to have fun names. You know, the thing about my name, man, like my name was a curse growing up. I mean, I was called Fukin and Fakin and Swarat and, and everything else. And, you know, it's, it's kind of the perfect name. I mean, folk and nuts, you know, it, uh, yep. I don't think unless it was my actual name, I could probably get away with it, but it is my name. And obviously there's wordplay there, you know, and people are like, well, you could take this real far because like, I've got crunchy nuts. I got smooth nuts and people are like right away. Well, that sounds dirty. Well, I'm like, well, it's supposed, you know, to kind of in a way. And they're like, well, how far do you want to push it? I said, like, think of it like this. When you go to a Disney movie or you watch The Simpsons, right? There's going to be some adult themes in there that the adults think are funny, right? But it doesn't go overboard. And the little kid doesn't get it. They just think it's cute and fun and whatever, right? That's how far we're going to go. I've already drawn a line, and I know how far I'm willing to take it. You know, like when I say, well, on, on the label, it says, we're folking nuts about peanut butter as my quote, right? Yep. Well, that sounds like I'm cursing, obviously, to an adult, <laughs> but to a kid, they, they're not going to understand that. So that's what I mean by the line. You know, there's, there's going to be a, a line drawn there, you know, and I'm going to have some fun with the wordplay. And I, want, I wanted to put that quote on there so people understood that I do know, like, what my name sounds like. I get it. Right. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> I get it. And I, and I will do some fun stuff with it. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be very careful because I – you're not going to make everybody happy, but I definitely don't want to intentionally offend people. And, and it's not going to be about that. Um, one other thing, if uh, you've seen the jars I put on, and this actually came from a meme I posted, it uh, it actually has the total calories listed on each jar if you were to happen to eat the whole jar. You know, there's a meme out there that says, don't even tell me what a serving is. Just tell me how many calories are in the whole jar. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, so on each jar, I made sure I put that that on there, that if you eat the whole jar, this is how many calories you eat. I mean, so, and the stats, on, stats aren't, a, they're, they're not bad. I mean, I was looking at it earlier. Um, you know, I. No, you're, I, you're, sitting, you're sitting right around regular peanut butter, man. I mean, I don't have any, all the added sugar and crap in it. And uh, you're looking at between 100 and, uh, I think my lowest was 170 to 180 calories per serving. So. Yeah, it's not terrible. Nope, I I can't. I'm 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 super excited to try them all. Like it's and and it, it, it is the wordplay. You know, I I f- trying to remember like the first time I heard of your name. I think it was from Bodybuilding.com, and then I traced you over to Instagram, and um, that's when you had uh, your folk and strong going. 
Um, yeah. And, and that was going pretty full force. I remember um, this is probably a couple of years ago and every, people were just posting left and right and all, all the time. And I was like, this guy's got the perfect last name. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you do your folk and squats or, you know, <laughs> where we make you folk and strong. Um, yeah. It, it's like I said, it, what was a, a curse became a blessing and I'm proud of my name. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely proud to put it, put it on the jar and, and any obviously other products that, uh, that I make, but, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> Or we'll see, we'll see what the market thinks, you know, when it, when it gets out there, you know, at, at, in a grocery store setting and stuff like that. I think when you look at it, it looks different than anything else on the shelf. I don't think that it looks or even slightly resembles anything. Um, I think kids are going to, are going to, you know, be drawn to it. I think adults, the same thing. I think it's really going to appeal to a large demographic of people. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, if that's true or not. Because yeah. you don't know till you do it. You just don't know. You can hope and wonder and think and pray and all these other things, but until you do it, you just don't know. So, yeah, I think I, I think like when you look at the logo, I feel like the kids are going to be drawn to the mascot of it, and then the adults are going to be drawn to the name. Yeah, you know where they're exactly. Like, what is this? Fucking nuts. Huh, okay. Yeah. You know, and the kids are going to notice. You know, they're going to notice the the jacked up peanut. So it's yeah. it perfect, perfect marketing. And it's like, you know, it's, it's probably one of those things that just kind of like came to you out of nowhere and you're like, that's what I want it to look like. And then, you know, you were able to, to make it happen. Yeah. It's uh, I actually, I did a logo contest for it and I basically laid out what I wanted my brand to be, what it was about. And that designer hit it right on the head like perfect. I was like, you couldn't get better than this. And, uh, you know, it's like, sometimes you say things happen for a reason and the way everything's coming together for this, like I just keep getting more and more excited. Like I had a meeting with the bank today, you know, you've got to set up lines of credit and stuff like that. And, and they were just sitting across from me smiling and laughing with me, you know, because I was talking as I am with you now, just excited and happy and like talking about all the stuff. And they're like, like this, this is, this is cool. You know, like this really sounds fun, you know? And, uh, it's, it's like I said, it's just a few weeks away. And, and then I start looking even long-term with it, man. Like, you know, my, my son's two years old, you know, how, how fun will that be when he's, he's five and he already loves the product now or he loves it. But you know, when he's five and six and he's in school and can say, daddy has a peanut butter company, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How fun is, how fun is that? You know, like his friends come over and they, they get peanut butter, you know, like, I don't know, man. I, 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 I think of a lot, a lot of stuff and, uh, you know, is this something that I'll do for the next 10 years? Who knows? You know, is it something that I'm bought out? You know, you see that happen a lot. I think, you know, so many of the big brands like post and Kellogg's are not making money in the cereal aisle anymore. So they're buying up all these smaller companies and, you know, they, they're spending astronomical amounts acquiring companies. And could that be a play down the line? You know, it could be, you know, sure. But, uh, you know, for the, the near and immediate future, it's, it's in my hands and it's going to be what I want it to be. And, uh, you know, I'm not a fool. If I can set my family up, you know, by selling it in the future, I'm, I'm open to that. You know, it'd be sad to, to walk away from something that you created. But sometimes I think you're, you're only meant to be a steward of something for so long. And then you let it go for somebody else to grow it. 
You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. And uh, if that's what it's meant to be with this, you know, that's what it's meant to be. You know, my overall goal is is to create a solution, a solution that allows me time with my family. You know, my wife and I want another child and something that will allow me to step back and be with them more and travel with them more and be present with them more. And right now, I out of everything I'm doing in every business venture, because I'm in a lot of other stuff, like I feel like this is it. I feel like this is my solution to give me that time that I want with my family. And, uh, you know, if a part of that solution, unfortunately, like I said, is selling the company someday, you know, I'm going to be open to that because I set out for it to be a solution. And uh, you have to be completely open-minded to all facets of it. Otherwise, it's not going to be one. So, Yeah, covering all the bases, which is, it, it's good that you've got the both ideas in your head, you know, Hey, uh, this could take off and I could do this for a long time or it could possibly, you know, somebody's call, gives me a phone call, shoots me an email and just says, Hey, look, we're looking to scoop up a peanut butter company or hell yep. by that time. I mean, you could have your own line of, you could have your own line of protein of, of all, all kinds of stuff. Cause the possibilities are, are, are endless. Well, there's, there's, there's a supplement line, um, in my family's near future, we'll say that, but, uh, I can't, I can't really discuss too much about that right now. So, <laughs> so like we truly are working on a lot of stuff. Um, but, uh, a lot of, a lot of exciting times. I, I can, I can definitely say that. Well, that's good. So I, I, I think it was last year at Europa is when, uh, you and I ran into each other. Are you, are you going to be there this year with a booth or is that still too soon? <laughs> So I could be, okay. So I could go to any expo, obviously after products made. Um, one thing I can say, so my, my friend, Sean Perrick, again, amazing individual, great guy, um, essentially invited me to take along the Fortifix, the Fortifix bar booth. And, uh, he said at all the major booths this year. And I tell you what, man, it says a lot about a guy to offer something like that to, to a new business like me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. about a lot about him as an individual, as a person, as a friend. Um, extremely touched by by the offer, and you know, uh, I'll I'll end up taking him up on it. Um, which ones I don't know, but uh, some some expos are in the future. Right now, again, I just want to get launched. I want to, you know, I've got a sales goal for my first week that I want to hit, and then from there, I'm going to say, okay, we're rolling. Now let's look, uh, you know, at some other opportunities and. Let's, let's make some appearances, which ones again, I'm not sure. Um, I'd love to do the Dallas Europa. Um, I, I wanted 100% do the Olympia. Um, there's a show in Utah. There's, there's a couple, um, out there that, that I'm, I'm considering. So. That's awesome. Well, Hey, best of luck to you with that, man. I'm, I'm super excited for that. Um, you know, I was kind of hoping I'd run into you in, in April. I mean, like I said, it's it, that's so close, though, that, you know, it's you don't want to show up there underprepared. You know, especially- well, I'm going to be so I'm going to be in um, L.A. April 3rd through the 8th shooting that cover. And okay. uh, then from there, my wife has to go to Chicago for a week to do photo shoots. So I'll have my son. And then from there, um, we have a shoot in Minneapolis right after that. So because we're in shape, you know, at that time, we try to get a lot of our shoots done, you know, for content and everything else. And, uh, 
I'll probably have three to three to four photo shoots throughout April, which are going to be taking up my time. So it's, it's going to be tough for me to, to get out and do anything else beyond that. That makes sense. And that's, of course, you know, I'm not trying to jinx you, but that's also barring uh, the snowstorm stop up there. <laughs> we're, uh, we're looking at six inches just this weekend again. So again, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over that. We've actually been looking um, to move. So I'm originally from here. My wife is from Oregon and we've spent, or I would say I've, I've spent far more time just being down there working on projects, but uh, we're, we're pretty sure we're going to at some point make a move down to Texas. So that's in our future. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's a heck of a lot warmer. I mean, this morning down here in Florida, it was, uh, I think it was 47 degrees this morning because we got, we got hit with the cold front as well. And that's like, you know, you the, the girls have their Uggs out and everything. And it's just, you know, it's, it's like people are looking like Eskimos down here in the forties, man. It's I'm originally from Detroit, um, so I love the cold. Um, yeah. but you know, I, I don't know if I could ever live in it again. Yeah. It's, it's one of the three coldest places in the country here in Sioux Falls. It's tons of snow out right now. I mean, tons and tons of snow. Um, you know, we've been, I think we were like negative 30 or something one day and today was like 10 degrees and it feels like a heat wave to me. I mean, I could go out in shorts and 10 degrees. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's been cold all winter and a ton of snow all winter. And again, we've got like three more storms coming this way right now. And I'm like, first of all, I'm sick of snow blowing. Okay. <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm done. Like, and we live, we live in this like private housing development and uh, so we're kind of out the country a little bit. And so the wind here in South Dakota is vicious, man. And these freaking drifts form over specifically over my driveway. And they're like five foot tall and they're hard as cement and you can't push a snowblower through them. So you're out there for forever trying to knock down the snow. And uh, it, just, it, it starts to break you after a while, man. I mean, it just gets old. It doesn't make you, you know, down in Florida, you know, when I've been down there or to Texas or anywhere, you know, L.A., it's, it's so refreshing because when it's warm out and you, some, I'm sure, you know, take it for granted that you feel like being active, you want to be outside, you want to eat healthy foods. Like you, you just feel better. Yep. And up here you're stuck in the house and you're pasty white and you haven't seen sun in nine months. And like, you feel like crap, you're tired. It's cold. Like it just drains on you. Like, even like I said, trying to prep for this shoot, it's, 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 it wears on you. You know, your, your joints feel different because everything's so cold. It, it makes everything harder for sure. Oh, it definitely does. Which that's actually, that's some, something I kind of wanted to ask you. Um, so I had, I did have, I had some people, uh, ask me if, if you were able to kind of give them any advice, um, as far as like, you know, I had one guy say that he, he can make it to the gym. No problem. He has no problem training, but he struggles with his eating habits. And it's like, you know, what, what advice can, can you see if you, he can give me to just like cut all the the crap out of my diet essentially. So the, the big thing about that, man, you know, I've been a trainer for over 20 years, you know, I've, I've, I've trained at the, the highest level of training, meaning, um, you know, professional athletes, celebrities. I ran the largest wellness program here in the Midwest for seven years. I got 14 different training certifications. I mean, I've sat in so many different classes, blah, 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 blah. 
the one thing I'll tell you early on that I thought everything had to be so specific. You know what I mean? I thought everything had to be perfect. And as I've realized, as I've gotten older, it doesn't like when I first started competing, everything was perfect. I measured all my food to the ounce, everything. If it wasn't to the ounce, man, I wouldn't eat it. I mean, it was, it was terrible. Um, and, and stuff like that causes eating disorders. And what I realized was I eat pretty much a lot of the same food. And so over time, like when I went pro, I never measured anything. I, I eyeballed stuff, but I just was consistent over time. And that's the biggest thing that I learned. Like even right now, like I'm not counting calories. I'm not counting macros. And people are like, well, that's sacrilegious. You got to know how much you're eating. Well, again, I eat a lot of the same stuff so I can kind of tell what I'm eating. You know, I can add calories in my head pretty quick, but I don't sit and mark it down every day. I don't use a tracker or anything like that. I just eat. I focus on my protein. I eat a lot of veggies and you know, I get my, my carbs in a moderation, uh, depending on what it is I'm trying to do. Same thing with fat. Um, so what I've done with a lot of clients per se that don't want to be on a plan where they're following like a certain meal plan, you know, obviously there's a macro plan, which works far better if you do want to count. So count your macros, which you can find something online, um, to calculate those. But what I find that works better is just make it a lifestyle, focus on healthy food, whole foods. You know, when people say I can't get my food, my, my eating together, we'll learn a little bit more about food. You know, focus on a healthy protein, a lean protein first, eat a good carbohydrate, you know, instead of like some processed shit, um, eat good fat sources, eat a lot of veggies, eat fruit in moderation. It doesn't need to be complicated. And if you consistently do that and cut processed crap out, and again, in moderation, if you want some Oreos or something, have them, but stuff like that should be in moderation. You see what I mean? Like, Everybody thinks at the end of the day, you have to be perfect and you don't to the general public. You just need to make it a lifestyle, you know? And the other thing is everybody's like, well, you have to eat, you know, six meals a day or seven meals a day and you have to eat every two hours. No, bullshit. You know, you don't, you could eat two meals a day. You could eat one meal a day. You can eat 10 meals a day. As long as you're within your caloric deficit, you're fine. You know what I mean? Like, and you're going to have some people out there, well, this science says, well, guess what? All this science says opposite. And that's the thing is you're always going to have one scientist saying another thing against another one, or this report saying something about another one. So what I say is simplify it. Just simplify all of it. Just eat whole, healthy, good foods. Focus on your protein first. Eat a lot of veggies. Watch your carbon. If you're trying to get leaner like this gentleman, you know, watch your carbon intake. Moderate that. Just be consistent with it. Same thing with your fat, because obviously fat adds up quick. You learn that with peanut butter. <laughs> um, a little bit goes, goes a long way. Stay hydrated. Make sure you have an adequate lifting schedule and cardio schedule. Um, make sure you're getting enough rest and recovery and sleep. And when you put all that together, man, like you're going to have results. You know what I mean? Like it's not rocket science at the end of the day. It doesn't have to be super complicated. You don't have to have four ounces of chicken every meal, you know, a half cup of rice. Like it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't, you know, I mean, you can have more freedom than that. Like right now, like I don't eat the same thing every day right now. And I'm getting ready for a photo shoot, photo shoots. I should say, I'm just consistent in the gym. I'm consistent with my cardio and I monitor myself week to week. And if I'm not losing, you know, I, I either pull back my, my food and take a little bit or I raise my cardio a little bit. Um, generally I don't do both. 
you know, it's, it, you, you want to make small changes over time. And that's the other thing people try to do. Like when they first get into a plan, they're like, well, I'm going to go on a diet and I'm going to wor- work out every day and I'm going to do cardio every day. And then they get overwhelmed. Implement it slowly. It's not a race. It's not, it's a lifestyle. Do it slowly. You know, if you want to get into a workout routine, okay, we'll start with three days, then work to four, then work to five cardio, you know, start with one day. You know, I, I recommend obviously doing high intensity cardio. Your body doesn't essentially adjust to that, but I, I like a mix of it. Um, there's a lot of science studies out there that will show that you get a great variation or not variation. You get great, um, your body, your body reacts very well when you do a mix of, you know, like, uh, lift cardio and hit cardio, um, as opposed to just doing one or the other. So I kind of like to do both, uh, especially with clients. Um, but again, so get, get all that down over time that way you don't get overwhelmed your body gets you get used to it your mind gets used to it and the same thing with the food you know you're when i start dieting i start off slow i cut things out i'll start i'll start you know making sure i focus on because when i'm off season i don't eat enough protein i'll be honest for what my goals are um you know when i'm dieting so I focus on that. I said, okay, well, I'm going to start getting more, more protein in. And then I start eating, you know, I, I start bringing my carbon take down because in my off season, man, I'm eating freaking, I mean, 600, 700 grams of carbs a day, probably, you know, and probably hundred grams of fat on average, you know? So I just slowly start cutting some of those foods out that are, are higher, you know, higher for me and not even the foods, just the, I would say the amounts, and then, you know, I focus on my hydration. I make sure I'm getting adequate sleep, you know, and over, you know, the culmination of three, four weeks, that adds up. And then you start seeing the results. You know, for me, I don't start seeing results until about three, four weeks. And a lot of times when I start dieting per se, I actually start gaining weight. I'll usually put on a couple pounds before I actually start losing. And to the average person, they would freak out. But I would say, just give your body a chance, give it a chance. And, and you're going to see some results. You just have to be consistent with it over time and it doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't, you know, if you want to follow a macro plan, great. You know, it gives you the freedom to eat the foods that you want, but that doesn't mean that you can just sit and eat shit all day. You can't have pop tarts and freaking candy all day. You know, you have to fall within the guidelines of those macros. And again, they got calculators online and then you just use my fitness pal. But uh, you know, if you just want to have a lifestyle, just clean it up, be active, you know, don't give yourself an excuse. Well, I can't, or I can't. Well, yes, you can. You decide, you know, you're the one that drives yourself through the drive-through. You're the one that decides to go buy the candy bar. You're the one that decides to do those things, you know? So if you, as an adult want those things, well, that you chose that. You can't be mad about it and can't say that you can't do it. No, you can do it just as you, you could buy that product that you decided to eat. You know, you could just as easily not bought it. So that's on that person. So they need to make those lifestyle changes to, you know, achieve the goals that they say that they want to achieve. Yeah. I mean, that's great advice. I mean, I hope uh, everybody listens to that because that's just that that's not just even with with training and dieting that goes for so many different strokes of life and different things that you can just apply that to. You can do whatever you want. Like I. I'm, yeah. I know you've said that before, you know, I, that's one of the things I wrote down, you know, with, with hard work and determination, you can ultimately do whatever it is you want in life. Yeah. And that's a hundred percent. Yeah. The only person that can tell you that you can't is you. 
And, uh, and you don't have to listen, man. You know, at the end of the day, if you want something, go after it. You know how many people told me, you know, I mean, friends of mine that turned against me and told me I would never be anything in fitness. I would never do this. I would never do that. You know, and finally I got sick of it. And I'm like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. You know, I'm, I'm sick of listening to this. And, you know, I started doing the things that made me happy. And I, I realized that I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was trying to help people and I was trying to do good things. And I was letting other people drown my happiness and make me feel bad about who I was. And, you know, this lifestyle shouldn't be about that. It should be about positive things, you know, things that make you happy, things that make you feel good. And that's what nutrition should be about. It should make you feel good. You should feel great. You should feel energetic. You should feel happy. You shouldn't feel drained like you're going to die, you know, eating freaking plain rice cakes and salads, you know, like our bodies, we weren't meant to eat like that. We were meant to be active and eat food and be happy. And too many people have it, have it twisted, man. You know, like, yeah, I could sit here as some diet guru and be like, well, yeah, you know, hit me up online and I can send you a diet and, you know, be 150 bucks and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, it's just about consistency and time sticking with it and making good choices. That's really what it's about. Whether you're a bodybuilder or whether you're a housewife or whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or a garbage man or whatever you do in life, whatever you do, you don't work out great, whatever, but whatever it is that you do, it's all about consistency over time. You know, if you want results, you have to continue on that same path and, and results don't always just come after a day or a month or even a year. You know, sometimes things take much, much longer and you have to be ready, you know, for that long haul. You know, so this guy that asked you that question, man, he needs to really sit back and he needs to look at who he is, look at his habits, what he wants, and he has to decide, you know, how bad is it you want those results? He's going to have to make changes within his life that he's obviously pretty happy with doing because he's doing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's comfortable with that because he does it and he's got to make those changes. And you know, would I rather sit here right now and go eat a bunch of peanut butter and cookies and everything else? Of course I would, but guess what? You know, my goals right now are different um, than, than, than that, you know? I can't go do that, and I have to make that conscious, conscious choice every day to get up and go to the gym and do my cardio and eat right to fulfill those goals. I'm not different than you or anybody else. Yeah, I'm a pro, you know, physique athlete. So what? I'm not different than you. I just made different choices than you. And I made them over a long period of time and you could do the same thing. I don't care if you're 50. I don't care if you're a hundred. I mean, I'm going to be 40 this year, you know, like things aren't getting any easier for me <laughs> at all <laughs> by far. I mean, things hurt. I mean, so there's, there's not an excuse wherever you're at, you know, I mean, if you want something, go get it. Just got to be consistent. So how has something that I, I noticed that you said early, uh, a few minutes earlier was you said uh getting adequate sleep how has yeah. that changed drastically since you become a father or, or um it did at first it did at first um you know i i don't sleep well as it is but uh easton easton sleeps pretty good now um he didn't for the first year of year year and a half of, of his life he didn't sleep so it changed then um but I would say now it's good. You know, I, I probably get seven to eight hours of sleep at night, but, um, I also wake up a lot, 
you know, probably four or five times, six times a night, unfortunately. So sometimes that sleep isn't always rested, but, uh, you know, I guess the entirety of my life, I've been used to that. So for me, I mean, yeah, there was a change up front, but now, I mean, it's back to kind of how it always was. Got it. So when, when you started lifting, did you already, did you have a goal in mind or were you just lifting because you idolized, you know, the, some of the stronger guys because of the upbringing or was that like a, Hey, this is, this is what I want to do. Or did you realize that like later into it? So when I was little, like I said, I wanted to be big and strong. Mm-hmm. You know, I flexed on my pictures, all that. So what's funny is by the time I got to be a freshman in high school, I was six foot one already. Um, super skinny, super skinny. I was a great athlete. I mean, I could outrun anybody. I could dunk a basketball. I was a great baseball player. You know, I moved around a lot, went to a lot of schools and that's how I made friends was athletics. And I was a standout. The funny thing was, is, um, you know, what, what makes the, the hierarchy of what's cool in high school is how much you can bench press. And the first time I bench pressed as a freshman, I was at a friend's house. I could not bench press a hundred pounds and I got laughed at for like three months at school over that. Right. And that kind of instilled in me. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to take this crap anymore. Like I want to be strong. And so I, I started reading muscle and fitness in the library. I started looking at workout plans, you know, and I started following that. And by the time I got out of high school, you know, I could, I I think I could bench press like, I don't know, like 235 pounds or something, but obviously that's a big change from a hundred, you know, and I was still tall and I was still pretty skinny. You know, I was probably about 189 pounds when I graduated high school. So what's funny though, is the person that I looked up to at the time was Michael Hearn. And I followed a lot of his workout plans because that's when he really was the face of, of fitness. You know, he was on every freaking cover all that stuff. And what's funny is today we're friends, you know, I mean, he's a mentor to me, my, an idol to me, somebody I look up to. I mean, the guy's 50 years old and looks like a Greek God. And, uh, he's been nothing but kind and gracious to me, to my family. Um, you know, offers advice, just, he's just very kind person. And it's just funny how everything came full circle, you know, from this guy that I took so much from as a young kid here, I am as an adult, you know, and he's my friend and still telling me, you know, how to do things. And, uh, you know, so yeah. So when I got out of high school, man, uh, that's when I really started to bodybuild hard. Um, all I wanted it to be was big and strong. And, uh, and I was that I got up to 260 pounds was the heaviest I ever weighed at six one. Um, I think I was only that for about a day. It's hard for me to gain weight. I mean, dude, I was eating, McDonald's, like I'd get like five double cheeseburgers and two pies and just crazy amounts of fast food and crap just to gain weight. And, uh, but I was strong. I, I bench pressed, you know, four, 435 pounds for two reps. Um, I could squat, um, you know, over 500 pounds. Um, you know, just, I was strong. Um, but I was just a big bulky mess. You know, I wasn't fat. I was just big and bulky. And, uh, you know, that kind of carried on through my twenties. And then I got into competing at the age of 30. That's the first time I competed and fell in love with it. You know, so I've been competing now for the last 10 years and I went from bodybuilding. Um, I, I won, uh, I was a champion in the light heavy class and I moved up to the heavyweight class one there and then physique came out and that's where I transitioned over. And then at, uh, 35 became a pro and, uh, 
here I am this year knocking on 40. Don't don't look a day over 20, man. For anybody who's yeah. everybody that looks at it, I mean like you know, obviously you're you're not a shy guy. You post pictures of you and your and your family and stuff all the time. Yeah. But I mean, it just goes to show, you know, like, hey, take care of yourself, take care of your body, and your body will take care of you. You know, well, the like thing I can say, well, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I never smoked. Um, I quit drinking alcohol. I mean, I've had maybe a few drinks. Um, but at the age of 30, I quit drinking. Um, you know, I'm lucky I've got good skin, you know, so I do look younger, but I take care of myself, man. You know, I sleep, I work out, I eat good foods. I don't eat, you know, crap. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I've been lucky, you know, cause I know I look younger than I am. I know that. Um, but it's, it's been the culmination of, of just taking care of myself over time. That's it. That's what you got to do, man. All right, Brandon. I want to thank you for your time. Uh, You're my very first guest on this show. So, I mean, you, it can't get much better for me from, from here, man. Like it's, (laughs) I I don't know, man, there's a lot of really, really cool people out there. Um, (laughs) So I think you need to look a little harder, but uh, no, man, this has been cool. Um, You know, I appreciate you guys bringing me on to, you know, talk about my brand a little bit about my life, um, you know, kind of how I see things. And, you know, hopefully somebody's motivated by this or inspired to go do their own thing or, you know, um, maybe they made it three minutes into it, got sick of hearing me and turned it off. Who knows? But uh, hopefully they heard you again and uh, it carried them back onto the onto the podcast and you, you carried them back through. You've got a talent for this. I can tell you that. And, uh, you know, I definitely wish you all the best in the future. And I hope this continues on a, a positive path for you and you continue to expose uh, other, other people, um, in a positive way, like you have me, you know, out to, out to our wonderful country. I'm sure this probably goes outside of the U S correct. Uh, yeah. Barn burner, um, is the parent company of the show and they're based out of Toronto. So yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, that's all that. So, you know, you're, you're going to connect with a lot of people, man. And, and that's a great power to have. Um, you know, as I say, with great power comes great responsibility. And, you know, when you're choosing guests and people that you're talking to and, and subject content and everything else, I mean, you may not be the individual that's being interviewed, but you're the one that's exposing them to your audience, you know, just like you have with me. And, uh, you know, like I said, that's a great power to have and you can change lives doing that. So I definitely wish you the best in the future. Yeah, I, I sincerely appreciate the kind words. Uh, I, I wanted to say this one just to close it off. I, I, I've, I've had this one planned for a while. Obviously, you're not a hard man to find. Tell everybody where they can find you and where they can find your nuts on the Internet. And <laughs> <laughs> where they can find my nuts on the Internet. All right. Um <laughs> Well, luckily, I never took any any of uh, those provocative photos in my career. So, um, <laughs> um, so you're you're going to be looking at uh, Brandon Foken at um, Twitter and Instagram um, at Foken Nuts on Twitter, Instagram, and FokenNuts.com is going to be my peanut butter website. Um, it's going to be up and running, like I said, in about ten days. 
So that's where you can find me. And if you have any questions about health, fitness, if you're having a hard time being motivated, if you want to know about my peanut butter, reach out. That's one thing I can say is different about me. I get, I'll be honest, probably 200 plus messages a day. And I weed all the way through them every day. And, you know, I can't respond to everybody, but uh, I definitely respond to the people that I feel I need to. So if you got anything I can help you with, don't be afraid to reach out. Hey, and I appreciate it. I mean, I'm a testament to you actually reading through messages. That's why we're yeah, having this conversation exactly. right now because exactly. you read it. And yeah, we made it happen. But Brandon, I sincerely, I appreciate your time. Um, we'll tweet out the links and we'll send everything out there. Folk and nuts coming very, very soon. Everybody keep your eyes peeled for it. Uh, if you're a peanut butter lover, like pretty much all of us in this world are, unless you're allergic to it, unfortunately, it's gotta be like the worst allergy. I believe so. Oh, yes. It's gotta be terrible. Anyway, Folk and Nuts is coming out, guys. Brandon, thank you again for your time. And uh, we'll be in touch very soon. Sounds good. There you go, guys. My conversation with Brandon Folk and hell of a guy. Great advice giver, great talker, entrepreneur. I mean, you guys got a laundry list of accomplishments, certifications, you name it. I appreciate you guys listening to me. Stay tuned. We've got a Captain Marvel review coming up later on this week. I've got U.S. Olympian, the voice of swimming. I like to call him the Jim Ross of swimming commentary. Rowdy Gaines is going to be on the show as well. I've got some good stuff coming up. Thank you again, Brandon Folken, the very first guest of the Fired Up Extra series. We're going to keep this train rolling. So until next time, I'll catch you later. Peace.